Girlfriends, girlfriends, it is that time. It is that time for another interview. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. So listen, here is um, another episode of Girlfriends Chat with Angela Jordan Perry. I have my special guest today out of Georgia. Say hi, Annie. Hello. Whoop, whoop. So glad <laughs> to be here. Look, Minister Annie in the house. This is a girlfriend I have had for... I know like at least 20 some years, right? Because we were going to church together in Virginia and my oldest is 24. So I think right when I had my oldest. So um, we have been in connection for many, many years and I am so excited. She has crossed over <laughs> the homeschool world. Yes, and she did that a couple of years ago. So um, I want to give you a chance to just hear her journey, her story. She's a dynamic, dynamic, dynamic woman and a beautiful journey to boot along with that as she has been homeschooling her two children. So let me let you know, if this is your first time joining, joining Girlfriends Chat, what this platform is all about, okay? So this platform is to give voice to those of the African diaspora to say, hashtag rehomeschool too. And we are getting it done and our kids are thriving. They are excelling. They are making it happen. We are doing it. We are educating our own children, okay? And, and so you can you. So if you're not homeschooling, this is the platform for you to go to and to hear and be encouraged and enlightened and informed on all the how-tos of homeschooling, okay? How to get started. What does it look like? What should you do? What should you not do? What's your self-talk and all of that good stuff. If you already homeschooling, then this is also the platform for you so you can stay encouraged and stay on the journey. You know, I've been doing this for 20 years. So I just need some encouragement constantly because uh, the girl's getting tired. I'm ready to retire and it is nowhere near in sight. So this is a place where you can get encouraged and some refreshing and insights and say, wow, she does that. Maybe I can add that to our homeschooling. So this is what this platform is for. To let you know, I'm Angela Jordan Perry. I'm the host of Girlfriends Chat, the podcast. And also, Girlfriends Got to Homeschooling, which is the sister to Girlfriends Chat. So on Girlfriends Chat Podcast, you get the full interview, Girlfriends Got to Homeschooling, you get a teaser talk where we talk about something that's not even in the interview, but it's on, that, on my YouTube channel, okay? Um, I, too, am a homeschooling mom of 20 years, eight children, three of whom I graduated out of homeschool all the way through. And then five, I'm still homeschooling. And when I say I'm ready to retire, I don't have no shame in my game. I'm ready to be done. It's been a long journey. I got a grandbaby. I'm ready to travel. I'm ready to do everything else except to stay with some books with my kids. But kids first, right? So I'm making it happen. We're getting it done. I make my home in Greer, uh, South Carolina. And my purpose-driven life is to make a positive impact on thousands of homeschoolers worldwide. And I start that journey off first right here in the state of South Carolina, where I give families legal status to homeschool their children. So uh, all of that information about me will be in the show notes. Uh, but then uh, these other platforms, Girlfriends Chat with Angela Jordan Perry, the podcast, Girlfriends Guide to Homeschooling with Angela Jordan Perry, the uh, show on YouTube, which has reached over a thousand people. Yay! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> then I also have Educating Our Own. That is another up and coming platform. And um, then lastly, the Homeschool Upstart. So my life is all things homeschooling, okay? So that's enough about me. Here we're going to talk about Andy. Andy Bell, you ready to make it happen? I, I think I am. I think I am. What you all got right. for me? 
Good deal. Let me tell you a little bit about Annie, girlfriend. So Minister Annie Bell is a retired independent financial advisor who also founded Wealth Management Ministries Incorporated, where they endeavor to bridge the gap between the rich and poor through teaching financial literacy to the people in the underdeveloped communities and the youth. After several years in operation, she was led to create another arm of the ministry to help prevent and abolish child abuse and sex trafficking called Prevention Works. Through that arm, she also started a radio show, authored a book, and advocated for victims who have no voice. As a serial business owner, or serial business owners, her and her husband opened Habakkuk Books, Habakkuk Books, self-publishing company, um, Numa Designs, I hope I said that right. If I didn't, you correct me. Numa Designs, graphic design company, Dream Vacation Depot, a boutique travel agency, and Tackle and Travel Travel Blog. Uh, they began their journey towards homeschooling through a cyber academy. And then after two years, they delved straight down into homeschooling. Um, as a travel enthusiast, her and her family traveled extensively. They traveled extensively. However, Annie began researching how to incorporate travel into their homeschool curriculum, which birthed their world schooling journey. So that is a little bit about you, Annie. If there is anything else that you like to share with the girlfriends, please let us know. And then tell us what was the catalyst to actually getting you started in your homeschooling journey? Well, for us, it was more a bit of a trauma uh, situation. We moved to Georgia. We were from Virginia. And we moved to Georgia. And the dynamics in the school system here in Atlanta, well, we're in metro Atlanta. So it, it was a little bit different. Um, there was a lot of still some racism, some implicit bias, and uh, that my daughter initially only had one one baby, and so uh, she was experiencing in school, uh, even from black teachers. Uh, black teachers were treating black students meaner, you know, less compassion, and um, mm. the the white kids would say stuff like, "You're ugly because you are um, black." and uh, things of that sort. And I did not want my children to have soul wounds. Yeah. Um, my husband the same way. And uh, there's enough in the world, uh, enough pain and hurt to go around in the world. We did not want our children to start up at the age of five, six, and seven to have to contend with that. And we didn't feel like that, that they should. So uh, my husband and I um, pulled at second grade we pulled our daughter out and began doing connections academy the cyber academy yeah uh, because we 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 were planning on doing it but not so soon so we weren't i didn't feel ready and i didn't want to toy with and with her um home, you know her schooling or her academics so i said well let's start this one they already know what they're doing and 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 we can school her from home at the time, our son was um, three, I believe. And so because he had a lot of energy, I decided let's 
get him started and uh, so he can matriculate and get comfortable with the whole idea of school early. And so we put him into pre-K at three. But after about two months, they, um, the, the teachers started acting funny. Uh, you would watch the kids go in and the teachers are like, hey, Kanan, hey, Kathy, or whatever. And then as soon as Uriah came in, it was silent. Hmm. And I thought, okay, what is, what is really going on here? Then um, I started hearing things like, they wanted to say things like ADHD and ADD uh, or, uh, in the same sentence as my son's name. <laughs> and so um, my, my husband at the time was a behavioral aide. So he decided that he's going to go sit in the class okay. and see what, exactly what's going on. And what he noticed was that the, the teachers, I guess, have grown tired of Uriah's energy level and... Um, and he, has, he have definitely has a strong will and uh, desires to do, you know, his thing, his way. And um, so I guess the teachers started getting, you know, kind of tired of him. And the kids were also acting accordingly, watching the kids and then treating Uriah the way the teachers were treated. Mm -hmm. They also realized that they could get Uriah in trouble by getting him excited about Legos or, you know, train sets or whatever have you. So they would say, hey, look, Uriah, look what I got, you know, when it's really quiet time so they could get him riled up. Um, so my husband came back home and I was like, hey, you, you kind of got here early. I, it was, you know, school hasn't come out. And he said, I don't need to see anymore. We're pulling Uriah out today. I was like, today? I was just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ready, set, go, right now. I know. He was like, right now, today, I, we don't, and I said, well, should I call the school? He said, he said, don't even call the school. Just, we're just going to pick him up. And when we pick him up, let him know that that will be the last day. And so, um, so his homeschooling journey began, uh, again, kind of uh, through the, a little abruptly. Okay. And um, we did the, for him, we did the ABC mouse. Cause again, mm -hmm. you know, it was, he was so young. Yeah. Um, and then we, as he got older, he began in uh, Connections Academy as well. Oh, Connections Academy was good. And uh, it basically mirrored public school. So there's still mm -hmm. a lot of testing, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of stress mm -hmm. and bending the kids the way they think the kids should be bent. And um, so when Connections Academy decided to do away with the elementary school, at the time my son was in elementary and my daughter was in middle school, we didn't want to homeschool one and cyber uh, school the other. So we decided we're going to go ahead and take the plunge. We feel pretty confident about the, the laws and regulations. And so yeah. we decided, let's just go ahead and do that. And so... Um, you know, it was a little scary the first year because, yeah. again, I don't like making mistakes. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, Before you jump in there, let me ask you this. Tell uh -huh. us, what are the, so when you officially started schooling them, what were their ages then and their grades? Okay, so um, Azriel was in the sixth grade. Okay. Okay, and then going to the seventh, uh -huh. and then Uriah was going into the second grade. 
So what grade is um, Azrael in that right, right now? She's in 10th. She's Girl, going to 10th. I don't even believe. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is she that old? Oh, yes. I know. What? I was like, finally, I got someone in high school. Because I was like, are y'all ever going to get out of the, you know, elementary and middle school? That happened so, too fast. Uh, that happened too fast. Annie, I wasn't ready for that. She, <laughs> she is going to the 10th grade. And Uriah, when you got started, he was going to the fourth grade. When we got started, he was going to second grade. Second grade, okay. Mm -hmm. But he's now fourth grade. Right. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. Wow, okay, wow, that time went fast. I cannot believe your daughter is 10th grade. Okay. I know. Well, the good thing about it, and one of the things that you helped me with mm -hmm. also is um, Asriel was, is very, she's very smart. Uh -huh. Very book smart, and um, she, you know, got straight A's and stuff like that. And you had given me some counsel that possibly um, skipping her a grade because if she is already um, excelling yeah. and in a in in um, you know ex ex excelling classes that yeah. maybe perhaps think about moving her up a grade. So she did skip the seventh grade. Gotcha. Okay. She, yeah. Yeah. Um, we uh, through the summer after she finished sixth grade we did make her go through the math portion of seventh grade. And so okay. she did that lickety split and I felt comfortable moving her into the eighth grade. Gotcha. And so that's probably why you're like, wait a minute, the time flew. And so that's one of the reasons why it helped it fly. Gotcha. Um, but yes, she's gotcha. going into um, the 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So I know you were just about to jump in your first year of schooling. How did that go? So, when you took the reins and you all started homeschooling yourself, it's all on you all. How was that first year of homeschooling? How did it go? And how did uh, Uriah do now she, he's in this environment with you and your husband homeschooling? Well, we decided that for our kids, they did well online. So okay. we found a uh, curriculum called Power Homeschool, which is um, powered by Acellus, which is a STEM, yep. uh, STEM, you know, and they're in schools and stuff like that. So we decided to do power homeschooling. So the core, we, here in Georgia, there is the core that, and I'm sure there's, uh, it's like that in many other states, but there's the core math, social studies, reading, you know. Um, so we had the core of uh, being given through power homeschool. Okay. But because there were so many other things that we believed our children needed, we did add more uh, to their curriculum. Okay. Um, and so we called them joint classes. So they would be in their separate rooms, in their study areas in the morning. And, um, and you know, we'll do our recesses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then in the afternoon, um, well, early or late morning, about 1130, we do what's known as joint studies. Gotcha. So they both learn the same thing. And it also gives them some time to be with someone else um, other than just, you know, either me or their dad. And so um, we also integrated other things like financial literacy. Of course, that's my natural bend. Yeah. So everything inside of that. So they learned uh, basics of investing, how to buy a home, credit management, um, budgeting. So uh, we talked about budgeting, talked about even talking about 
with the budgeting piece, getting them to think about the things that they want to do and being realistic on how to achieve their dreams. Because sometimes we, we say, you know, dream anything you want, you can be, but as, uh, as parents, sometimes we don't know, or even teachers don't know how to funnel them into or uh, uh, escort them into that arena yeah. so they can begin to open their minds up and, and, and not just have, have a, a daydream, dream, right. but actually, right, actualizing it and yeah. having it, um, you know, their aspirations. So, yeah. uh, you know, like, for instance, when we started with the budgeting, I asked the, my first question was, what do you want? You know, what kind of house do you want? What type of life do you want to live? Mm-hmm. No, tell me what does that look like and as they begin to um tell me then I said okay so how much do you think you know what kind of job do you think would um help you attain that mm-hmm. now my daughter she already has aspirations of becoming a forensic pathologist okay. so she was like I'm going to forensic pathology my my son is like well I'm gonna be a gamer I said, okay, because there are some gamers making buku money. <laughs> Lots, honey. Lots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So we then took time to look up each uh, career aspiration okay. and said, okay, how much do they make? You know, and, um, you know, as a, a forensic pathologist, do you go into the, uh, the counting? Is it better for you to go into, you know, independent? Uh, you know, so we talked about all that. And um, I also talked about, hey, pick out the house. So they went online, Zillow.com went online and picked up, picked out their houses that they liked. And um, we put that in the budget. So a house like this is going to um, cost you this amount of money. And this is how much your payment is going to be. And you got to eat, you got to keep the lights on and blah, blah, blah. So we actually did a budget. And so exactly. And we, so we backed into their dream. So we said, okay, so. If it's going to take you and you need to earn um, $100,000, is that feasible as a new gamer? Is it feasible as a forensic pathologist? Right. And, um, and so they hold, held fast to that. And, and Uriah actually said, well, maybe I could be a gamer at night and be an engineer in the daytime. Yeah, he knew he had to make some more money. Exactly, because he's like, because you know, because he said he wanted to travel, take his yeah. family all these places, and I was like, do you think you can afford it? Because when we looked up the gamers, um, it's anywhere from twenty five to thirty five thousand, unless of course you were one of the ones that really hit that yeah, high yeah. Right. But um, so it it was a a reality shift for him, it was a paradigm shift for him, and then um, he said, okay, well, I can do that. I can um let's look into engineering. And so we looked at the different types of engineering and um, that can be done. And he picked the one that he likes because he, he, he likes to build. He also finds it fun to uh, like blow up. And uh, Uh, so there's demolition. Exactly. There's demolition engineering that um, Mm. was pretty substantive, like 125,000 on up, Uh, especially like places like Las Vegas, because you know, they, they do the imploding and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we really, um, with the homeschooling, because we came out of Cyber Academy and not so much of that stringent schedule, okay. we were really able to add into the curriculum what I believe is necessary 
yeah. for them to be ready yeah. for the world. Um, I don't think they teach enough about, you know, um, basic things of how to, you know, reconcile your checkbook. And I know nobody, they're like, what's a check? We don't hardly ever even use that. But there was a time, but I still wanted them to know Absolutely. how to do that. You know, yeah. um, life skills. those are life skills. Exactly. That you, and that's the beautiful thing about homeschooling is that you get to add in these life skills based on what you, the home educator, feel like you want your child to know and be equipped for or to ensure that they have those things that you weren't equipped with yeah. Um, you can include that in the homeschooling. So, Annie, it sounds like for the start of the year, you correct me if I'm wrong, when you all first got started in this your homeschool journey, uh, that it was all to a good start. You pretty much was on a silent foundation. You knew what you wanted. You knew what you wanted to incorporate, and you all did it, and you just kept going. Is that pretty yeah. much what's positive? That's pretty much it. I mean, it, um, so it, it's actually been pretty fun. To, to ask them, okay, what y'all want to learn this year? What you right. want to do this, you know, semester? Right. And and because of the flexibility in homeschooling, you know, we were able to, I believe, do more. And when I looked at their report cards for this past academic year, they actually took nine classes. Wow. You know, which yeah. is very full. But yeah. they, they it it didn't feel like it to them or us because of our of the flexibility and plus it was fun learning these things yeah you know, this yeah. year we um I, I and and two points real quick mm -hmm. uh, I started also teaching on entrepreneurialism early so they know about bylaws articles of incorporation you know what's the difference between INC LLC whatever um and so uh, and they, and that first year, they even started businesses, you okay. know, and um, because, awesome. um, you know, we have, we, we have masterminds and moguls sitting up in our home, you know, and we're, we just have to water them and nurture them yeah. Um, yeah, to, yeah. together. And one of the things that I struggled with as a, as a student in high school was I did not fall into the traditional realm. I didn't want to be a doctor didn't want to, you know, lawyer, kind of, because I like to argue. So I was like, maybe I can do that. But I just, there was nothing traditional that I wanted to do. But I knew that I was good at um, putting stuff together, yeah. you know, executing things and coming up with ideas to, to maybe how to make money. But, you know, my, even the uh, guidance counselor was like, well, I don't know what that is she couldn't lead me into business ownership. You know, it was, it was all about working for somebody else. And so I didn't want my children to not understand that they have the option to be a business owner or a um, employee um, or that they can do both. You know, you can work and own a business and, you know, whatever have you. So I did start, we did start that as well. This uh, past academic year, they even learned um, the basics of investing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they had to uh, open up, the part of their project was to open up a brokerage account. Of course, I, we had to give them seed money, right. and that's okay. And um, they had to pick stocks, follow it, and then make the decision of which one they were going to buy. And then they had to um, follow it to make sure, continue following it to decide, hey, do, do you want to keep it? Do you want to sell it? 
Um, what does the P&E look like? You know, how are they tracking? What are they forecasting with their, yeah. um, you know, earnings? And um, so they actually did so well. And this, this market is a bit of an anomaly, but um, they did ended up doing very well. So their, their pro- portfolio had risen uh, like 18%. And so, you know, so they're, they get firsthand experience and guess what? You're not going to learn this in, in your, um, brick and mortar. Yes, right. Um, yes, right. Even in the magnet schools, maybe some of the private schools, but you know, they're not, they're not getting this type of learning. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Such good information. And Annie, I'm so proud of you. I didn't, I, I don't think I got the follow up on how well you all were doing when you started homeschooling. I just knew that you just had some, you wanted some information from me, you know, and to get me started on the right pathway. And then you just jumped in and just got it done, which of course goes along with your personality. I don't expect anything less from Annie Bale. And um, of course, you all just excel. The other element you added into it is world schooling, and I do want you to touch on that just a little bit because this past year, you guys are all over the globe, and it was exciting to see, you know, pyramids and all this stuff kind of you had going on. Like, okay, they are doing it. So touch on the world schooling aspect. How did that come about, um, you know, and what was that dynamic like, and how did it, you know, really form, formulate and change if it changed your family uh, and your journey for the better, uh, you know, doing this world schooling? Well, first of all, you know, I say travel enthusiast, that's the, you know, the prima donna word, but I'm really addicted. I'm addicted to travel (laughs) and uh, I'm not even ashamed and don't want recovery. You sound like, I'm addicted. (laughs) Yeah. This is like, look, have you seen that meme? I, I posted it on my Facebook page on Instagram and the meme was, I cannot wait for that day when I walk down the aisle and I hear those magic words. This is your captain speaking. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I oh, saw I, that. I cannot <laughs> wait to walk down the aisle and hear those words. Lord, Lord, Lord. Oh my gosh. Everybody know I'm about fit to be tied and my uh, father-in-law keeps sending stuff like, are you okay? And you know, I know you haven't been traveling. Are you okay? And so um, even on my birthday, he, he put a post up about, you know, my, my birthday. And he was like, I know this is a hard year for her because she has not been able to travel. <laughs> so everybody who knows me is like, okay, she, you know, she they're waiting it. for the shoe to drop that I'm going <laughs> to yeah. just go off, you know. Grandma, I done hit it up. I see it up. Get me out of this house. Let's go plane. That, that, that is, um, I'm, I'm, I'm chill because I understand the situation, but I'm tired. Right. I cannot wait to things open up. So, but anyway, just tell us how did that come about and just step into world schooling and name a few of the places you've gone and how that has shaped uh, your schooling. Okay. And this, I love talking about this piece because again, because I'm, I'm such an enthusiast, but um, I, I, I was, we all had already been traveling, um, but it was for vacation and it was, you know, so we, the kids were already uh, traveling like once. Um, once or twice a year, depending on what was going on. Yeah. And then I said to myself, I think it'd be nice if we could travel uh, maybe three to four weeks out of the year and maybe even graduate to six weeks out of the year. And so I just started just looking up some things and I happened upon a um, Facebook page about world schooling. 
Okay. And I gravitated to that and started reading up on it. And one of the families was a, it was the Griggs, G R I G G S. They actually had just been on HGTV, I believe, and got to into their dream home. And um, a few months later, they decided, hey, let's just sell our house and for a whole year just travel. Okay. And um, and so I thought that was a wonderful idea, and I was just following them. And I thought, hey you know, maybe we're not at the place where we want to just sell our house and just be on the road. You know, we've got family, elders that we're still, you know, they, it'll be hard for them to, sure. um, you know, not be around us for all that time. So I said, maybe we can do something um, like a hybrid. So in, in order to make it schooling, homeschooling, I mean, world schooling, I started looking up ways to make sure that it is curriculum worthy. And so one of the things that um, I did was first, I asked the kids, my husband and, and, and my own desires, hey, what are some places that you want to go with, you know, that you want to see? And um, we're thinking about doing more travel and adding it to your curriculum so, so you could learn. And then as I'm doing that, I'm just, I started reading about all the critical thinking that happens when you're traveling the, um, your mind, the mind is open and more tolerant of different cultures and mm -hmm. different languages and traditions yeah. Yeah. and wholesome and, you know, so such a wholesome approach to educating children because it begins with them early that they're mm -hmm. able to start learning these things. Absolutely. So, um, even though it's, uh, it's fun. Okay. It is fun, but I make sure that before prior to us going to any, any place that we uh, learn the language and not to the level of where they can translate at the UN, but <laughs> <laughs> so we can say, hello, where's the bathroom, right. read the menu, things of that sort. So um, last year was the first year that we actually did our world traveling. Mm -hmm. um, so we took 21 days mm -hmm. and we went to London, Paris, um, Barcelona, Spain, hopped over to Italy, went to um, Rome, Florence, Venice. Then we hopped on a cruise and went to Bari, um, Italy, and uh, Cephalonia, Greece, Crete, Santorini, and then even went to uh, Croatia. Cool. Yeah, That's a lot. that is a lot in 21 days. It is. That's and there's a lot. We learned four languages. So we learned Italian, um, French, uh, Greece, and Spanish. Mm -hmm. Spanish was something we were kind of already learning yeah. as part of their, you know, their core curriculum. But uh, the other three were brand new. Okay. Then I got this great deal for Egypt. And that's been a, mm -hmm. a, a, a dream for me. And so we took, um, we decided to take 15 days and go through uh, Egypt. So in, e in Egypt, we took 15 days. We went to Cairo, Alexandria, Aswan, Luxor, and Abu Simbel. Wow. And um, that's a lot too. That's a lot. And it was <laughs> the best, it was the best experience ever. 
And so we, and to, and in order to do that, we also learned Arabic. Okay. And so before we left, wow. we tried to learn those languages. Also part of that, uh, part of the curriculum before we go on any trip is to also learn their culture of okay. every spot. So again, not to be historians and not to, you know, but enough to get them started. Yeah, knowledgeable. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, they learned the culture and traditions and history of all of those places that I mentioned, because we also, all together, I believe we did 22 international cities. Okay. So, um, you know, Barcelona and, uh, you know, all the cities within the, in the country. Yeah. And so we learned uh, that. And also, uh, they help in itinerary creation. Again, okay. they're helping, they're understanding, planning, okay, mm -hmm. learning how to do those things. Yeah. And so then, um, uh, while we're there, during our time, mm -hmm. uh, they journal. They have to uh, they journal. My daughter is, uh, she took photography. So part of hers, her, uh, what she has to present are photos okay. uh, and in different angles and, you know, whatever she sees, finds beauty in, that that's what she has to take. Yeah. Um, my, and, and so we try to find it, make it, make it again to their natural bend, you know, to, um, while they're out there. We also do educational tours. So we will get tour guides, um, and they will, you know, help us to learn more about the history and, and learning history and the culture while you're there is so much more different than learning it through a textbook. Uh, yes, absolutely. And yeah, so um, it, yeah. And so we all, we get, we submerse in the, in the um, culture, eat their food. Um, my kids, their, their uh, palate is very diverse because we just open them up. Even while we're here, we always go, you know, at home, we try to go to different types of restaurants and stuff like that. But again, while we're there, we don't do, we, I, we did, we did do McDonald's in Paris because we we're a bit homesick. So we did get some French fries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were, we're like, oh, there's McDonald's. You know, so. so um, Americans, some Europeans. I know. Uh-huh, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we tried to stay away from uh, American, American food mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that we can really get into their culture yeah. and, um, like in Croatia, my daughter ordered black ink, black squid, excuse me, black ink squid noodles. So they made the noodles um, from the ink of the squid um, mm. and made the sauce. So the mm -hmm. sauce is actually black. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it, she's so used to delving into stuff like that that it was no it was no big deal but right. it was delicious right. and um wow. you know eating truffles in in italy um black truffles are you know very expensive, very expensive. And while you're in italy you it, might but but, try it if you can't right. and it wasn't that expensive because it's right there mm -hmm. and um right. we try to attend events while we're there whether you know if they have a cultural event or something like that and we also um try to get back to the community that we're in. So for instance, next year, I have a list, uh, we're doing, our theme is around the world in 80 days. Okay. So I'm, I'm putting together what we missed this year 
and what we want to do <laughs> in 2021. All together in one yes. year, 2021. Yes. Okay. So we're going to be gone for like 80 something days. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to give back to the community. So uh, we're, I'm working with uh, tour guides who can connect me with orphanages or, um, you know, homes for displaced, uh, whether there's domestic violence or whatever mm -hmm. have you. Um, to go ahead and help in that endeavor as well. My son, you know, and you probably know this already, at the age of six, he received a grant to feed uh, um, Newton, hungry Newton County children in our area. Okay. And so he was able to feed 110 children. Beautiful. And then he Beautiful. turned around and wrote a book. He's mm -hmm. seven, at seven, excuse me, at, yeah, at seven, he wrote a book on how he did it, how he, um, you know, why he cares so much about the homeless and the, and the, those who are hungry. Wow. Um, I didn't my, know that, Annie. I didn't know he yeah, did that. Yeah. Yeah. Uriah's bag of hope. And, um, oh, wow. so his book is, is on, is on Amazon, but, um, through that, we're trying to, again, make sure that they stay, uh, civic minded and mm -hmm. philanthropic and, um, charitable. Yeah, because that that is the equate to, to to love actually. Yeah, absolutely. And that is you know, beautiful. yeah. And so we thank you. And so um, part of our journey, home, our world schooling journey is you know Bible study as well because I don't that's not taught either. So we try to teach that. But so um, as we go out into the community, we make sure that we help through with integrity and dignity because a lot of times. And one of the things that I hated seeing is um, like when we go to the underdeveloped countries, okay. you will see a lot of Americans who, I guess to them, they're trying to help, but it, it's in such a uh, embarrassing way. So for instance, we were at the port uh, in Haiti and the kids, again, such poverty and the kids would skip school during the day when ships are um, coming in so that they can go and beg for money. Mm -hmm. um, so these kids have learned to get uh, in, creative. So what they would do is jump in the water and swim over to where the cabins are mm -hmm. and ask them that to throw, throw down coins and that they will catch it with their mouth. Wow, really? Yeah, and I, that broke my heart. You know, I was like, and they, people were throwing money out, and to them, they're probably thinking, I'm helping the poor. But to me, it was, um, you know, it wasn't respectful. It, there was no integrity in it. Yeah, and I said, yeah. when we give, we give and let them receive with dignity. Right. And so uh, we yeah. went down there and gave them paper money. Yeah. They were like, you know, they were like, oh, throw the coin, throw the coin. I said, no give them the paper money in their hands, yeah. you know, and, and show them the love of Christ um, mm -hmm. through your giving. Right. And so uh, that's one of the things that, like I said, we try to do. So next year, we're um, right now I'm working with Cairo and in Morocco, uh, and I'll hopefully connect with every, uh, every, everywhere else we go, uh -huh. whether it's have a dinner for the um, orphans or you know, we're, we're just kind of open to what we do. If there is sex trafficking going on in that arena, maybe if there's a home there that for um, trafficked children or mm -hmm. um, a people, because men get trafficked too. 
right. that we, um, you know, somehow give. So I'm coordinating that right now. Afterwards, okay, after we come back home, we do de decompress. We take a minute and just kind of just breathe. Yeah. And um, yeah. I won't, I'll even schedule the whole week off of whenever we come back. Yeah. Um, no school. Uh, it takes that long just to get back in the groove and come exactly. back the high of vacationing and exactly. have to travel. It's, yeah. it's, you need to come back in front and relax from the vacation. Right. I always say you need a staycation after yeah. your vacation. It always, exactly. always. I agree. So after we decompress, we do uh, try to do some projects around where we went. So whether it's we cook a, a, a meal that's representative of that area, um, you know, they can do collages, they can do crafts, um, just whatever they want to do. Some of the things I like for them to do is find, because I, I'm trying to raise 21st century global leaders. Okay. So I want them to say, well, you know, this is a, a problem that I saw when I was, when I was in Cairo. And I think this could be a possible solution. Okay. So I want them to always be thinking about how they could help, how can things be better, but not to be so privileged that they can't go to, um, you know, uh, uh, Barcelona and see that they may have a good idea on something that we can bring back to the United States. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, because we, it, it, the United States does not have the monopoly of good ideas and, you know, great inventions or whatever have you. That's right. And we right. can with that attitude as Americans for sure. Um, and having lived in Spain, I went through that mm -hmm. for real, for real you know, going there with this um, Americanized, privileged mindset, even though I was a Black woman, but I still uh -huh. had this Americanness about me and uh, go there to give and um, not look at the opportunities where I can receive mm -hmm. from, from the people. And exactly. So, yeah, I totally, totally get what you're saying. That's very good. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and, and I want them to make sure that I, that they learn that. Yeah. That even though we may have some things here that others may not in the yeah. you know underdeveloped countries um there is so much to glean from the wisdom mm -hmm. of everyone, everyone around yeah. you know all over um, the world right so, however whatever economic standard or status they have um exactly. you can learn and glean from it, bring it back and, and utilize it if so be it from my own hands you know maybe yes. for someone else but definitely can be in a position of learning. That's absolutely, that's good, Annie. That's good. I yeah. wonder if you can tell us, so you dove in, told us what your first year of homeschooling looked like, looked beautiful. You talked to us and told us about your world schooling adventure. Take us to, and this brings the humanist side, the human side of us. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times when I do interviews um, and people who do, you know, usually homeschool, they love it. We love it. And it's so many things that we can share, all the great experiences, all the wonderful things, that, you know, in ways that our children are thriving and the academics that they're getting and all that. And for someone who's looking on could be like, whoa, intimidated. That is not me. I can't do it. So the human side of that comes in when I ask this question. And I love asking this question. Take us to your worst day of homeschooling. Your worst day of homeschooling where it was so bad 
you thought, I can't do this, I, I'm done with this, we need to readjust, we need to reconsider, we need to do something different, I need to put them back in school, I don't know, whatever that was that made you feel that way. Or, I mean, maybe it wasn't a worse day, maybe it was just overwhelmed, I got too much going on, um, physically I can't do this, mentally I can't do this, emotionally I can't do this, whatever the case may be, take us to that day that caused you to almost backtrack and say, I can't do this, but uh, you didn't quit. And that's why you all the amazing homeschool family that you are today. Take us to that moment, uh, Annie. Yes. And I'm, I'm so glad you did ask that question because um, I don't want it to sound like everything has been a, been a walk in the park. Mm. Um, well, just some background information. I caught polio when I was three years old from the vaccine. Mm. And um, I've survived it, lived through it, you know, Wing, I mean, just, I believe I did, I thrived. And then when I was carrying my second child, I was uh, diagnosed with post-polio syndrome. Mm -hmm. So if it wasn't bad enough that you caught syndrome and you, and, 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 but you still survived and, yeah. and tried to thrive, now the polio, um, because it kills the neurons in your spine, mm -hmm. it, um, your muscles starts to die. The ones that uh, and the neurons that has been compensating for the other ones that have died is uh -huh. slowly dying. Mm. And so um, my doctor basically said uh, he described it as a battery that is not rechargeable. Mm. So once the neuron dies, that's it. And so my neurons are dying. Um, in Jesus' name, I'm healed. But the, I'm walking out what is happening into my body. Okay. Um, so with that going on and getting it's uh, a downward spiral, my energy levels are very low, um, much lower than probably half of where it used to be. Um, mm -hmm. But my son's energy level is still up here. Okay. Um, <laughs> he also, um, he, 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 he says to me every morning when we wake up, it's time for school. And he'll say, I hate school every day. Um, once every once in a while, he's, you know, he'll get up and, 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 and is excited about the day. But majority of the time, he, he steps into the day with that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we've learned how to kind of go get through, let him go outside, run around before school, um, get some of that energy out. We also have to um, recess, make sure that we, you know, give the recesses. But yeah. um, probably once or twice a month, my son will have a meltdown where um, I'll tell him, hey, when you're reading a book, you know, um, something simple as, follow along with your fingers yep. so your eyes don't have to look around to see where your spot is he if he's in one of his moods he will have a complete meltdown because i've asked him to follow with his fingers his finger. i even mm -hmm. have recordings where i'm like you know because i'm like i don't do you know how you're behaving uh, where for 15 minutes he's crying and yelling because he does not want to do it my way right you know mm -hmm. it's like you know, why I always got to do it your way, mommy? I don't like doing it that way. And no matter how much I, you know, I let him, okay, let, go ahead and try to read without following. And he, his, 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 the, um, he's not fluid. Right, right, know? right. And so he, he's not reading uh, to the um, 
uh, the, uh, the, you know, the number of words that he should be reading in a minute or whatever have you. Yeah, um, yeah. And so anyway, this day, literally, he's crying, he's flopping on the bed, he's, you know, and I, I, I just, and then I lost it. I lost it to the point where my husband came in and he was like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, and my daughter came in and she's like, mommy, don't stress out because, you know, my body is already taxed and then he's behaving that way. And um, I had to just take, I actually took the rest of the day. I was like, you know what? That's it. We're not doing any more school today. Yeah. Um, because again, I don't want to injure my son's soul either. I don't want to create any soul injuries for him. Right. And so we have to know sometimes that we, and, and, and the great thing is we have the flexibility, but sometimes it gets hairy. It gets ugly. It's stank. And, um, stank. <laughs> yes. And I'm, and I'm just like, and I have given up, I have given up several times. Actually, I was like, Hey, you know what? This is the last year since, you, you know, y'all seem to hate this homeschooling thing. And um, my son is like, no, I love homeschooling. I just don't want the school part. Okay. You know, <laughs> he, he likes the home part. Right. He likes the home part. part. And the, he likes the world travel part. Yeah. But he does not like the schooling, the academic part. Right. Um, so, yes, we'll have those days. You and you will. I don't care who you are. You're going to have those days. I don't care how perfect your children are. You're going to have those days. So how well organized you are, how well organized you had your day, how well exactly. you had your schooling. Uh-huh. And yeah. even yeah. the, the well-intentions, the great intentions you had, it can, uh, some days it just can be so bad that yeah. you want to quit. But yeah. really, you got started on this endeavor for a reason. And you have to keep that in your mind. Right. Um, keep that in the forefront. To make sure you understand and um, we actually have you know we actually have written out why we're homeschooling you know mm -hmm. um, what we're trying to accomplish yeah. always start so, with why always yes. start with yes. the why so when yes. you want to quit are you thinking you're done you can go back you need to go back and plot that why exactly remind yourself oh okay all right yes. Here we are. exactly you know um, I don't drink alcohol. If I did, I probably would have taken, got, gotten a glass of wine that day, but you know, <laughs> I, I poured me some tea. I, I said, you know, I'm just going to watch, watch some TV, let it watch me or whatever. And yeah. let my son kind of decompress as well. Yeah. Later, of course, he's like, mommy, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know why I behave that way. And I, and I videoed him a few times and he, and he's embarrassed wow. of how he, how he acts. But sometimes, uh, you know, I started videoing because I wanted him to see his behavior after he's calmed down. Mm. And, and like, this is, this, you can't act this way yeah. because it stresses people out. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, really, he could have been done reading if he had followed along. Yeah, you just said, yeah. Yeah. Instead, that, that, that situation lasted 15 minutes and yeah. we're all spent. So yeah. that's my, the worst day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Or days that you have, they kind of look like that. Right. But, yeah. Uh, that 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 personality and his energy, his tenacity and grit and determination and strong will will serve him well in this life. I believe to declare that along with you, my sister. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I had to, I put up a um a meme and it it's you know all the negative things uh, the the way we say it about our kids, but yeah. how it really could happen. I mean, what 
they are actually going to grow up to be yeah. or the, the personality and characteristics. I was like, oh, okay. You That's know, this, this is one of this. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to translate to this. Exactly. It's going to translate that. Yeah, uh -huh. honey, let me tell you, I got some things I'm working on. I don't know how that's going to translate to nothing, okay? I'm just going to tell you. So, um, <laughs> but the, my, my only thing I can tell my younger ones is like, listen, um, I know went around this tree, uh, this mountain a couple of times, but your older sibling, so you can't pull the wool over my eyes this time. It just, right. I don't know. I just told them a little while ago, I don't know how, the, you know, but Annie, I don't know how none of that stuff going to translate over, but they just can't put the wool over, wool over me. Right. Uh, this exactly. time around. So I had to laugh at some stuff. Um, all right, so Annie, let me tell you this. So as we transition to our show, we have had a long conversation. Indeed, it's been full, chalk, full of good stuff. Annie um, is full of information and insights and just beautiful uh, stories to reminisce on. And not just stories, but just real life stuff to reminisce on and to share. Um, so Annie, thank you for all of that information and insights into your life. So girlfriends, if you're just joining now, this is Girlfriends Chat with Angela Jordan Perry, the podcast where you hear the full interview, all the details, ins and outs of these homeschooling, um, amazing homeschooling families, their journey and how their successes look like and their challenges look like of homeschooling and how they're getting it done. And um, it just encourages my heart to hear stories like this over and over again, success stories and along with the challenges, but the successes and the and the beauty of the homeschooling outweighs those moments where we're just like, okay, all right, go ahead. I'm going to videotape you like Annie just described to us. Um, but so anyway, this is the part of the show. I'm going to ask you all to be sure to share and get this information out. You just never know who uh, needs to hear this insights and be encouraged for the journey and just be prompted a little push to get them going on this homeschooling journey, home educating and educating their own children, okay? But this part of the show, Annie Bell, is where uh, I will ask you questions to pick your brain. These are quick little answers to give, to pick your brain. Um, again, give us some quick insights into your homeschooling journey, okay? You ready? Oh, I think I am. All right, all right. <laughs> so what is your favorite quote that helps you through this homeschooling journey? Um, it goes, Love and nurture your kids as if they're dying tomorrow. Ooh. But teach and show your kids as if you are dying tomorrow. Oh, wow. And wow. even as I say it, it sends chills up my spine because at yeah. first it sounds a bit morbid. Yeah. But really it's about life. It it's is. about how to make sure that you live every day purposely and and be purposed yeah. in what you're doing yeah. so that because these little kids they're dependent on you right. um i can't they when they when they don't even know it they don't they exactly are. exactly yeah 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 and they and they think they know it they think they got it all together but it's like hey i'm 52 you're 10 please know that i know a little bit more than you do um, <laughs> a lot more boy a lot exactly, more a lot more exactly. yes yes um and so that's how i really wake up every day yeah. Is what? How am I going to love my kids and nurture them, um, so that they know? And, and I, the other one that I um, also go by is every child deserves to have one person who is absolutely crazy about them. Mm. Um, every child de deserves at least one, mm. who, and if they have more, great. great. But at least one who yeah. is absolutely hands down crazy about them, Ooh, and I want to be that one yeah. for my child. Uh, for my children yeah. and um 
And so those are the two things that I really try to keep in the forefront of my mind and in yes. my spirit so that I don't injure my children, but at the same time that I am truly nurturing them to be the best that they can be, all that God has created them to be. Wow. Thank you for sharing those. Those are awesome. And um, I'm going I'm going to go back and listen to this again and write those down and just put it in front of my face because thank you. That was beautiful. Um, do you plan to homeschool your children all the way through the homeschool or to the end, whatever that looks like? Yes, um, I am uh, hoping to graduate my daughter out of high school and my in two years yep. and my son in the next how many ever years that is. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But I do want to keep it, it, you know, as their choice as well. So okay. if they decide they want to go back, um, uh, we'll think hard and fast about it. Yeah. But um, but I, it's my desire, yes, to. Gotcha. And if and if they even wanted to go to um, online colleges from home, I'm okay with that as well. Yeah. But um, I think they might want to get out the house and. <laughs> some people <laughs> some people see the world go you know right. yeah, I got you all right so tell us what are some resources or curriculum Annie that you feel every family should have in their homeschool library well um, one is the world study piece again we have to be purposed in raising 21st century global thinkers global leaders Right. So social studies, uh, world history, that is um, so very important. Geography, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's people who don't know where Prague is or where Budapest is. Right. Um, there are some people who've never ventured outside of their city, you know. Um, I also believe that it is crucial for us to teach um, our American history from a more inclusive frame. And, um, yep. yep. So we are, we started that as well a few years ago as well, teaching about Africa, teaching about the royalty that they come from. I did my DNA, um, test and my husband mm -hmm. did too. So we can start to look at, um, the areas that we are made up from. Yeah. And, um, I'm half Korean. So, you know, we pull in Korea and China. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I believe that that is, is crucial and of course the uh, all, everything around the stem and the steam especially if you have um young ladies because they're you know mm -hmm. we have to open up the doors so that they don't think that their only areas of um acumen can only can only be in you know these traditional forms uh, or uh, that if it's male dominated that they can't you know become Do scientists that. or yeah. Yeah. You know, forensic pathologists or whatever yeah um, so uh, I do try to make sure that we push the STEAM programs. If I find something in the community, I make sure that they go. Um, and like I said earlier, we mm. chose Estellas because they have the STEM, uh, the whole STEM curriculum in there as yeah. well. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just put in a, a shameless plug for Aquarius Kane. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Aquarius Kane, she was one of my interviewees on the show and uh -huh. she actually has a business, um, a STEM, I don't know if it's STEAM or, I don't want to say STEM. It's a STEM homeschool business, S-T-E-M. Mm -hmm. I had a STEAM homeschool academy, and that's where you just add in arts, the arts part mm -hmm. of it, but yes. it's just STEM. And, uh, but anyway, what she does is she creates a STEM package 
um, monthly package. You like a monthly membership and you receive your package and all these things that you can do at home that's part of STEM. So for all of you who are hearing this, I will put her information in there. She's been doing this for a number of years. Beautiful um, program. It's a monthly membership and you receive your little package each month. Then she has some um, classes where you get together online and you work together and some things that you do at home in your homeschooling. I don't remember the name of her, um, her organization, but her name is Aquarius Kane. You can go to YouTube and look her name up and you can see that interview I had with her. It's an amazing interview and she talked about that too. Um, but I will put that information in the show notes for those who are interested since you mentioned that. Um, yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. And she's right in, I believe she's right in, uh, at, in Georgia, in Atlanta. What? Yes, I, I believe that's where she is. Yep, yep, Aquarius Kane. So I'll share that information. All right, so um, what oh, and is- last thing, finance. A finance, yes. Make sure that they're literate in finance. Okay, go gotcha. ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, of course, that would have to be it because Annie Bell is all about financial literacy. So she's going to make sure you all have that in your homeschool library, okay? Um, what is the best piece of advice, Annie, that you have received that has kept you on track during your homeschooling journey? I think the best piece of advice for me was that it is okay um, if you're not okay. Mm. It's okay to have a rough day at it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be perfect at it. And that has saved me because um, back in the day before I knew any better, I, I thought myself as a perfectionist. But I know now that I'm more of a, have a spirit of excellence. Mm -hmm. and, and normally people like us, we tend to drive ourselves. And, and if, it, if it doesn't look excellent, we think we failed yeah. but um yeah. so that's one thing that I have to keep in mind that sometimes it won't look like the way I yeah. thought it would it yeah. might not smell like it it might not feel like it but that I um wake up every morning endeavoring to do those things that are healthy for my children yeah and just keep moving just keep moving forward absolutely right. all right here we go and we are the last Question, the million dollar question. Are you ready, Annie Bell? I think I, I, think I is. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you. All right, so Annie, if you had to start all over again to day one of your homeschooling journey, but you have your current knowledge, wisdom, skills, experiences, what would be the first thing you would be sure, sure to change this time around or something you would add this time around? I think um, this time around, I would add more flexibility mm -hmm. and more relaxation um, in, the, in the course of the homeschool day. So at first, I didn't give much to recess. Um, so they really didn't have one. They just get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Mm. But then I learned that uh, it's one, it's good for them. They need a minute to, to go out and decompress and run around and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and that if we don't finish it all in that day, that as I have planned, that is not mm. the end of the world. Right. So I think that. I would just incorporate and be more relaxed mm -hmm. about it um, so that I'm not stressing my kids out. Yeah, girl. You the first like go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because the first year was like, you know, like I was go, 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 bad go, go, out of go, go, hell. Go, go. I'm like, do this, what? 
Sydney are, are so intense. You know? Yes, yes. That's a good point. And, and, and I think what really drove it home was when my daughter was like, I love you as a mom, but I don't like you as a teacher. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. That hurt my feelings. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I had to take a step back, but you know, so we, we incorporate fun. We do jam sessions. They get to pick whatever song they want, dance around, you know, um, even though in my mind, I'm, I'm trying to tell myself, this is not a waste of time. We're not, you know, right, right, right. Enjoy the music, move with the flow. And, um, so we have jam time. We have praise sessions. They have, um, you know, they have some, some part of the recess where they have to go outside, get some vitamin D. Um, and then we also have another recess where, um, they can just veg out. Mm-hmm. So, I will probably incorporate more of that, yeah. In you know, as we uh, for this academic year as Good well. For you. Good for you. Good for you. That is well said. Beautiful. And I just let you know, huh? I'm your sister. You know, we sisters. We are connected on so many ways. And that was me. I was. I call the word anal. You said uh-huh. I was so anal, yes. academically anal with my kids in schooling. And um, just like, I was just driven, 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 driven. And I had to learn just to relax. And I learned that they will get it. They will learn it. And um, just relax, Angela. That became my word. Relax. It's okay. So now I might be a little bit too relaxed, but... That's on a happy balance. Yeah, happy balance. But I'm I'm very much relaxed now because now I've seen, you know, I've done it. When you're at the beginning and you have, you know, two, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to make sure my my eyes dotted and my T's crossed. But now I've gone through and I graduated three out and I'm like, okay, I did that. And I did it that way. But now I can do it this way and they're going to come out you know, just fine. And so yeah. I'm more relaxed with the confidence of knowing that the goal for us in our schooling is to incorporate the love of learning because mm-hmm. learning never stops. There mm-hmm. become adults like me in my age and they're going to still be learning. That's what I want them to do. Oh, you didn't get all of the, the history that you wanted to learn. I didn't give it all to you. It's okay. You got the whole life, your whole life, as long as the days on this earth you have, um, yeah. keep learning about history, just keep learning about science. So, you know, it's a love of learning where they want to seek it out and, and know. So it never mm-hmm. stops. I, that was a big lesson um, yeah. that I learned that, that uh, remedied mm-hmm. my anal academics or my academic anal, at, you know, part of me. So yeah, that was well said, Annie. Annie, let me tell you, girlfriends. You are the average sum of the five people you hang out with. And this hour, girlfriends, you've been hanging out with Annie Bell of Georgia, my dear friend for these past 20 years. So listen, uh, keep up the momentum and continue to connect with positive influencers, homeschool influencers that will influence and bring positivity to your homeschool journey. And then you be that positive reservoir that others can draw from and receive that encouragement and the mm that they need to keep going. Even when their kids are having a little tra- you know, tantrum and you just sitting in the corner looking at them like scared, you know, what in the world's going on? Get with some people who are going to also be that reservoir um, that you can draw from and you and likewise can, they can draw from you, okay? Keep up the good work. And just remember that... Um, to teach a child is to touch a life. And as we homeschool, we not only touch a life, we shape the future through our efforts of homeschooling. Um, so keep a positive impact. 
day after day. So keep making a positive impact day after day, year after year as you homeschool. Um, and, and just take these words of advice that Annie has given us and has so beautifully and eloquently shared with us, glean from that. Relax, be flexible, take a break, <laughs> and enjoy this homeschooling journey that changes sometimes month to month, day to day, but definitely year to year. You can do it. So, Annie, is there any last words of advice you'd like to share with the girlfriends before we get out of here? No, other than just um, enjoy your journey. Because when y'all both look, uh, not just both, but everybody in the family look back mm -hmm. at it, you know, you got to um, enjoy every every moment. So enjoy your journey. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Enjoy the journey. So well said. All right, girlfriends. Well, thank you for joining in. I pray that this has been encouragement and will serve you well in your journey. Share it with a friend and keep, um, you know, stay connected. Go listen to all the other podcasts as well. Go back and listen to Annie's once again and again and get these nuggets that she dropped down today. So thanks for joining in. I'm Angela Jordan Perry, your host of Girlfriend Chat. Now be sure to check out Annie's a teaser talk on YouTube as we're going to dive into something really deep and specific that we have not talked about um, in this interview today. So go over to uh, Girlfriend's Guide to Homeschooling with Angela Jordan Perry over on uh, YouTube and, and get a little bit more that Annie's going to drop out. Okay. All right. Peace. Thank you, Annie. I appreciate you. Bye. Thank you for having me on. Love you guys.